Hi, this is Mark Wilson. Welcome to the Purple Fish Podcast. Today, we're going to be looking at how to create an effective discipleship strategy. How do we multiply disciples in an effective way? And a lot of times uh, people talk about discipleship, but yet very few pastors and churches actually have a strategy in order to multiply disciples and make them. And that was the last command from Jesus, go and make disciples of all nations. And so his last command should be our first concern. I would like to suggest one idea uh, for an effective uh, discipleship strategy, and it leads to outreach because there is no such thing as discipleship without outreach. There is no evangelismless discipleship. If if no outreach is involved in it, then it's not really discipleship. It's just Phariseeism and uh, it's just rule keeping and all of that. So let me suggest a, a pattern that you might be able to use in your church as you're thinking through how to move people along in their discipleship journey. And I call it mending for sending. You see, we are broken, lost, hurting people. They're they're everywhere, right? Um, and all of us are broken or hurting or lost in some way or another. So there's humility involved in this. And, and, and we, we need to be mended. And that's who Jesus is. He's the great physician. He comes and he mends us and he, and he puts us back together again. So we start with the hurting. We start with the fact that, 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 that we need help and, and we're hurting and we need to be mended. We need our broken hearts mended. By the way, we don't start with lost because if we start with lost. Then you're saying you're clueless. And uh, you, you, I'm going to tell you exactly where to go and what to do. If you start with broken, then you're saying you're broken and I'm going to fix you. But if you start with hurting, hurting, um, this is where the mending comes in. It's like a healing process. Mending for sending. I'm speaking about spiritual healing here. And it isn't just being mended in order to sit there in church. It's being mended to be sent right? Mending for sending, sent on a mission. The very place of our healing becomes the place of our mission. The place of our pain becomes the place of our greatest gain. So how do we go about being churches that mend in order to send for the discipleship strategy? I, I think that this is the key, right? To find a hurt and heal it, um, to find a need and fill it. Mending for sending. I suggest that you begin with a first stage before the mending called befriending. That you start way up front and say, how can we be good neighbors to the people around us? How do we befriend them? And the task of befriending means that we are good at hospitality. We're good at hosting our relationships. We think about how we can host relationships well? How can we help people really uh, feel treasured uh, by, by us to love people well, to love our neighbors, to love the clerk at Walmart, uh, to, to love the, the waiter at the restaurant, just to love them all, to actually love our literal neighbors. I heard somebody say, if your Christianity is not good news 
to your next door neighbor, then you don't have a very good gospel. And this is the idea that we are befrienders, that we're easy to get along with, that we make it easier to live like Jesus, to believe in Jesus uh, when we befriend other people. And when we befriend them, that, that builds trust. And then when trust happens, that's when the mending process can begin. So the first stage is befriending, and then we move into the second stage, which is mending. And the mending uh, piece, the, there's there's two parts to it. There's there's two aspects to this stage, the mending stage. And I call those tending and bending. And tending is what you do for somebody else, and bending is what we do within our own selves. So when we think of tending, it's like tending to a, a flock of, of sheep, for instance, or tending to a, a little plant that you're nurturing it, you're tending to it, you're giving it gentle care. And that's our job. That's our job when somebody is hurting. Maybe they're stuck in an addiction or something and, and they're struggling and they want to get out. They want to find freedom from that. We begin not by judging them, but by befriending them and then tending them wherever they are. We meet them right where we are and we tend them in the spiritual journey. We tend them to a place where they need to make a choice and a commitment. And at that point is where the bending kicks in. We can't bend somebody else. We, we can only tend to them. But then they must bend themselves. They must bend their knee to, to God. They must bend their heart to, to God, the creator of the universe, the ruler of all of life. So bending is something that only comes from within. We, this is what repentance is. It's a turning. It's, it's bending our will to his will. It's, it's, it's bending our desires to his desire. It's, it's, it's bending our life uh, to, to him, a rebending maybe, take away the bent to sinning. He straightens us out, but that comes from within. Sometimes people think disciple making is about bending other people to conformity, that we bend them to us. But that's not discipleship, that's just coercion. Our job is not to bend, our job is to tend. And when you're tending, it's not pretending, right? We're not pretending, there's no pretension here. This is humility, that we're genuinely human people helping one another out. And in the holy path, the path of goodness and godliness and holiness, we realize that we're probably going to make some stupid mistakes along the way. But throughout the process, we befriend the sinner, and then we tend that sinner until they bend their hearts towards God. Now, if they never do, we just keep on befriending and tending them anyway. It's not our job to twist them into something. We let God do the work. Let the Holy Spirit do the convicting. Your job is to do the loving, and the Holy Spirit's job is to do the convicting. So it's it starts with befriending. That's the first stage. And then there's a mending process that begins through tending and bending. 
And that eventually when we bend our will to his, we give our life to him, it changes and transforms us in such a way that we're sent out on a mission, that we are healed in our hearts and, and we become wounded healers, that, that we come uh, from a place of our pain to a place of gain. We come from, from the mess to the message and, and we go forth in this healed presence to make a difference in somebody else's life. This is the whole point, isn't it, of recovery ministry, like celebrate recovery, that we find that God is real. We give our hearts and our minds and our wills over to him. We seek him. We do a fearless moral inventory and we amend our ways. This is the the, the bending, right? And then we we, we, we're, we're there for each other and we encourage each other. And that's the tending until we take on a mission to help others in their recovery. And that's sending, that's sending. We're sent out into the world to be disciple multipliers. And so there it goes, there's a full loop. And so then the people going out to send, they're going out to find others to mend <laughs> through tending. And, and it goes once again. I, I hope this is helpful for you when you think about the ways that you process uh, disciples in your church. The, the question we must ask, first of all, is where, where are we lacking? Like, are, are we befriending sinners? Are, are new people coming? Are, are, are people who are far from God able to be in a relationship with us? And, and if so, how are we tending people's lives? Are we gentle in our tending? Are we nurturing relationships? Are people growing spiritually, organically from the relationships that we have with them? Are people's lives genuinely being changed from the inside out? Are people making willful decisions to follow Christ? And if not, we might need to challenge them in that regard, but that's a part of the tending process. And then the next question is, are people being sent out on a mission? And what can we do to create opportunities for mission? By the way, sometimes a person can go on a mission when they're not all the way healed yet. They, 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 can, they, they might still be a newbie or even a, a searcher in this thing. Ruth Tucker calls this friendship evangelism in reverse. I've seen a few people who've actually gone on a mission trip and they came back converted. So maybe that's a part of the process too. Well, I just wanted to share this with you. I thought it might be helpful for you. Mending for sending and the stages are befriending. And then there's the mending stage, which is tending, and then they bend themselves and bending, um, and then they go forth, uh, sending them out to make a difference in the world. Mm -hmm.